These guys flipped a social media shout out into a $750 million status symbol. And they made a bunch of smart moves along the way. They got lucky, but they were also smart. It's called the Stanley Adventure Quencher Travel Tumblr, and all the cool kids are using it. I'm going to tell you exactly how the Stanley Tumblr became the icon, the legend that it is. That's coming up in just a sec. If you're new here, my name is John Davids. I've helped my clients make over $200 million working with my marketing agencies. You can learn more at johndavids.com. And while you're there, make sure to get on the email list. I got so much fire coming to your inbox. Make sure to subscribe. Follow me across social. And now, let's get to the episode. You're listening to Making It with John Davids. So I want to take you back to 2016. That's the year that Stanley is launching a new line of travel mugs. It's called the Quencher. And it's geared towards the rugged crowd. Think hunters, miners, construction workers. That's what Stanley was invented to serve. And they've been around for over 100 years. So they've been doing it for a long time. Now, before long, something funny happens. This little blog comes along. It's called The Buy Guide, and they spot the quencher, and they want to give it some Instagram love. So they post about it with the following words. Of all the insulated cups, this is the one just trust. And they go on to talk about how they love this insulated mug from Stanley. Now, the buy guide is really geared towards a very different audience. It's geared towards moms and people who are not necessarily rugged and living in the outdoors. They're just living their daily life, but they enjoy and appreciate a really good insulated mug. So after the buy guide features the Stanley Tumblr, it sells out. It sells out fast on the site. People are clicking the link and they're buying the Tumblr. But The buyers aren't hunters, they're not miners, they are doctors, they're teachers, they're nurses, they're people who are just living their everyday lives. And Stanley is caught totally off guard. Who is this new audience that's buying the Tumblr? Because here's the funny thing. When it first launched in 2016, it was not a hit. It was not picked up. It took about a year for the buy guy to find it and then promote it. And now all of a sudden, it's finding an interesting new audience. And I'm going to talk about that a little more in a minute, the idea of finding that perfect customer. Let's go on with the story. So the social chatter is building right now. It's brewing up as influencers start to sink their teeth into the Stanley mug, into the quencher. The hype is hot, and it's all about the Tumblr. Stanley wants to know why. They want to understand what's going on. So the CEO of Stanley, Bob Keller, invites the ladies behind the buy guide to meet with him. This is the original influencer bloggers who talked about it, turned it into a hit. He invites them for a one-on-one meeting. And they tell him that the Tumblr could be huge really huge, but it needs to change a few of the things it's doing. Here are the recommendations they give him. Forget the outdoorsy dudes. This is for moms. The quencher is being embraced by women. That's your core customer. You need to do a few things like you need to come out with better pastel colors. You need to come out with limited collections. You need to actually market it to the people who want it, not to who you think wants it, not to who you wishes wants it. You need to actually market to the customer that is saying, we want this product. 
And the truth is, Bob, the CEO, is not convinced. You see, the quencher is not selling to the core demographic. And so they're actually deprioritizing it from the website. They're taking it off their shelves. They don't plan to invest in it anymore at all. And now these women are coming along saying, hey, not only do you need to keep it going, you need to double down on it. You need to invest to change the marketing, to change the product, to change the packaging, to really embrace the customer who's buying in. He's really hesitant, but to Bob Keller's credit, he actually goes along with it. He agrees, and his team at Stanley gets to work. Here's what happens next. Stanley comes out with new colors, new styles, pastels, more sizes, small, large. They launch limited edition collaborations. They did a collab with the textile company Pendleton. They did one with the skincare brand Olay. They did one with country music star Lainey Wilson. So they're looking at other products that their core customer buys and they're doing collaborations, getting more on the radar, getting more on the map. It is an absolute blowout. People can't buy these Stanley quenchers fast enough. If they're out of stock, you can head over to Poshmark or eBay or some other third-party seller and jump into the resale market, but you're going to have to pay up. These Stanley quenchers, especially the limited edition ones, they can sell for two or three times the sticker price. They're very coveted and people pay up for them. In 2019, the quencher had sales of $75 million, and by 2023, that number jumped to $750 million. That's a 10-bagger, my friends. That is serious business growth. That is pretty good for a thermos. If you guys haven't seen this, you got to check out the video on TikTok of a woman whose car catches fire, and then she grabs the tumbler from inside and gives it a shake. And not only is this tumbler in one piece, but the ice inside the tumbler is still solid. Even when the thing catches fire, this tumbler does not cave in. That was from, I believe, November of 2023. If you're on the YouTube right now, we're going to play it right here. Make sure you play that video. And if you're listening on the podcast feeds, get over to YouTube. And while you're there, you got to smash the subscribe button. Guys, if you're loving the podcast, make sure to watch it on YouTube and subscribe because it's a more immersive experience. It gives you lots of visuals with the dialogue. So I hope you're enjoying my voice in your ear. But if you want to see me, go over to YouTube. I'm there waiting for you. Now, let's get into the dirt here. Let's figure out what is actually happening. There's a lot to talk about. So the first thing I want to cover is the idea of product market fit, product customer fit. And this is something that's really common with startups. It's a little less usual for a company that's been around for 100 years like Stanley has. But you know, times change, consumer preferences change, consumer interests change. And maybe there is a market, I'm sure there still is a market for the Tumblr, the Quencher, the Stanley Mug amongst that more rugged crowd. But clearly, there's a new audience that attach themselves to this product, and you need to super serve them. Because you don't get to choose who your ideal customer is. The customer chooses that for you. And this is where a lot of businesses get kind of stuck in their ways. And they say, hey, we need to be selling our product to this customer. Not only might it be that your customer doesn't want it, but there might be another audience out there of customers who are actually willing to pay more for it. And I've seen this even in my own businesses. I mean, I've had service businesses before where I think it needs to go to a consumer buyer. And then I realized, hey, if I flipped this and sold the exact same product to a B2B buyer, a business, an enterprise 
customer, they're not only willing to buy it more likely, but they're going to pay 10 or 20 times more for that same product. So if you think about who your ideal customer is, don't just think about who you think it is or who it was in the past, but who is that ideal customer today? How can you make little switches to your product or to your marketing to help them buy it, help them discover it better? And when you do find a cohort, a pocket of customers that are really into your product, make sure you go all out, figure out what they love about it. I'll give you one more example. I have a buddy who runs an e-commerce company. He sells suits. And when he took over as CEO of this company, he realized that, yes, people were buying suits to go to work in a professional fashion. This is pre-COVID, this is 2017, 18. And so at that time period, people went to, went to the office and they wore suits. But then he realized, you know something, they're not just buying this merchandise to go to the office, they're actually buying it for wedding parties. What's happening here in the wedding category? And so from there, he launched an entirely new channel strategy to reach uh, wedding planners and brides-to-be and people who are involved in the wedding industry. And so you think your customer is a professional man, but really your customer is a wedding planner. You see how that little distinction, it's the same product, but that little distinction makes a big difference. And that's something that Stanley eventually caught on to. They were targeting one customer. They realized it was a whole other customer where they had a much bigger opportunity. Now, here's another thing I want to talk about, the funnel. So we all know what the funnel looks like. It looks like this. Again, if you're watching me, you see what the funnel looks like. You take a pyramid, you turn it upside down, that's a funnel. And in marketing and sales, the funnel is you create awareness on top. And then at the middle of the funnel, you drive up consideration, you drive up the reason, the desire people are going to want to be a part of your product, your community. And then at the bottom of the funnel, you sell your product. But there is an exception when you have a self-propelling community that's already taking form and taking shape. You can actually flip the funnel on its head. And you have the people who are at the bottom of the funnel making plenty of noise and the noise bubbles up to the top. And that's how you actually create awareness at the top of the funnel. Now, this happened with Stanley. So what you actually had was this community of influencers on social media making noise about the product, creating awareness because they already loved the product because they had already purchased the product and they were creating awareness at the bottom. Think about how different that is, because normally, if you are a marketer, if you are someone who is promoting a product, you need to start at the top of the funnel and go down, down, down. But when you have a community, you can flip the funnel upside down, start at the bottom with ardent fans and go up, 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 up. So where do we see this? Well, we saw it with Stanley for sure. But where else do we see this out in the marketplace? We see it with influencers. We see it with creator-led brands. And this is why I talk about the power of community so much. And creators and celebrities who launch products are the best example of all. Let's assume you have a product and it's really, really good because that's the other thing. Your product has to be good. It can't just be creator-led. It has to be a really good product that's creator-led. So you have a really good product and you have a creator who already has a built-in audience. So now what are you able to do? You're able to get that audience to make noise for you so that the awareness and the buzz bubbles up from the bottom and you flip the funnel upside down. Instead of you force feeding the market, creating awareness at the top and trying to get people down that funnel, shove them down that funnel so you can close them as customers. No, no, no. Start at the bottom. 
Start with your biggest fans creating noise and bringing people in, dragging them down the funnel because they just can't resist the product that you're selling. When you have a self-propelling community, you can actually flip the funnel upside down. The people at the bottom are making all the noise and the noise bubbles up. They do the marketing for you. And that's how modern brands take off. So what can we learn from Stanley? What can we learn from this amazing story of the mega travel tumbler? What do they call it? The Stanley Adventure Quencher Travel Tumbler. My God, that is a tongue twister. But what can we learn from it? We can learn the power of seeding your product in social media. Stanley got lucky. It happened by accident. But you can, tef- you can orchestrate this. You can do it. We do it all the time at Influicity. We, see- we seed products in the market, and then we have them make noise, and they bubble up. And that's how communities make noise and sell more product. I love the story of Stanley. It shows you that you have to foster your community, empower your community, and watch them make magic happen. I want to know what you guys think. Let me know in the comments on YouTube. And of course, if you enjoy this content, like, subscribe, share it on Apple, on Spotify, leave a review wherever you get my content. Make sure you are sharing it with your friends. Of course, you can get me at johndavids.com. Subscribe to the newsletter, and I will talk to you guys next time.